Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn's track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my sometimes present husband, Kyle, to discuss the SEC Indoor Championship meet, which took place February 25th and 26th at Texas A&M's Gilliam Indoor Stadium. What she's referencing is we did, this is take two. and where Because I had somebody a, had wasn't bra- paying attention. I had a brain fart, okay? just li- I was thinking about the many things that I have going on in my life because it's so complicated. We all have many things going on in our life, but here we are today S-C-C. to discuss SEC. SEC, SEC, So, this is a big event. Televised. Did you watch any of it? Did not watch any of it. We were a little busy That's that week. disappointing. I actually watched some of when it. When did you watch it while we were on vacation? Because it happened the 25th and 26th. We weren't gone on the 25th yet. Were we? I don't know. I feel like Maybe we it was a replay on Sunday because that's sure, what I watched. I'm pretty sure it was a replay. But still, you watched some of it. You did the homework. I actually did. So Auburn took 19 men and 17 women there. So I guess, you know, I'm going to ask questions. So that's what I do here on the show. It doesn't seem like we took as many as we typically do to a meet, which means that not as many people probably qualified. Because imagine imagine this. You've got, I know it's not all 14 teams in the SEC have track and field programs or indoor track and field programs. But still, you're, you're thinking 10 plus SEC schools that are having representatives come there. You can get quite crowded there. Well, yeah, that's kind of the goal. High competition. Absolutely. And you competing against some of the best in the SEC, like That's Arkansas, it. that we've gotten used to doing that. You know, in Alabama, for to their credit, as much as I don't like to talk good about them, has had pretty good distance runners over the past few years. They've actually had an incredible season for, you know, for schools that are typically football, basketball, equestrian, gymnastics schools. Like, you, you don't always necessarily think track and field for Alabama. Right. Now, for Auburn, yes, because we're bomb, but... Because <laughs> we're in everything school. Exactly. But, but just saying, they've they've had a really good season, too. Right. So, I mean, obviously the best competition in the SEC and arguably the guess, best competition in the nation. I know they got those Oregons out there and, you know, your Clemsons and your Florida States, but let's be honest, SEC does best. It's just It just means more here, Jessica. I'm towing the company line I'm, with the brand. I'm, I'm sure you are very vicious about this. So, why don't you start us off with some highlights since you are so, so ecstatic about this. Well, we're going to start off... With the best, as it always is, of our track and field discussions, and that's Miss Joyce Camelli. She places third in the 5,000 meter with a time of 15 minutes, 43.95 seconds, which gets her the bronze medal for the SECs. Well done. We've seen her uh, do, you know, win first place before, but to just see her continually place on the podium as a member of the Auburn Tigers team is exciting, especially at SEC competition. I also had James Corson, who placed third in the pole vault, which is a jump. It's not a vault. It's a jump with a vault, Jessica wrote here, of 5.26 meters. He's the first Auburn vaulter to medal in consecutive SEC indoor championship meets since Clark Humphreys in 1997 90. 
1996-97. That's an incredible feat right there. That's a record that's been standing for a long. 25 years. A 25-year record. That's incredible. So um, next up, we had Kyle Brown also getting a bronze medal in the men's weight throw with a throw of 21.52 meters. Hallie Porterfield got a PR in the women's mile with a time of 448.53. Speaking of PRs, Cooper Atkins got his in the mile with a time of 4 minutes, 4.68 seconds, followed by Ryan Kinane, also a PR in the mile with a time of 4 minutes, 5.42 seconds. Good PRs for both of those guys in the best competition of the year. Absolutely. Um, Alex Spiridonidis placed second in the heptathlon, and Dontavious Hill placed second in the high jump. So apparently we don't like silver and gold. We like bronze and silver is what I needed to change my singing that I normally do. Silver and gold, silver and gold. Sometimes you are just insufferable. But I, I just, you know, I like the medals and I like people being on the podiums and to see that we've got five tigers making it onto the podiums in SEC competition is incredible. Well, there you go. So you got your wish. I did get my wish. Just I, one, one gold. One gold all I asked for, but hey, you know, I guess I have to be satisfied with what What's we got. What's that song, You Can't Always Get What You Want? It sounds like a song, but I'm not you really... You can't always get You want to sing that a little louder want. for us, honey? <laughs> <laughs> okay, start us off with some, with some all results. Right. All the results now we're going to go through. We'll start off with the men's 60-meter dash. We've got Dante Brown, 14th out of 25 SEC competitors with a run of 6.79 seconds for him, kind of right in the middle of where he's fallen throughout the rest of the season. Uh, for the men's 200, Brandon Smiley, 16th out of 32, right in the middle of the pack there with a time of 21.25 seconds. That kind of falls mm, roughly, actually, almost almost his best. He kind of he, he had two point, uh, 21.72, excuse me, I got that mixed up there, 21.2 earlier in the year. Uh, so almost his best of the season. Yep. So for the men's mile, like we said, we talked about Cooper and Ryan. Cooper came in 13th out of 26 athletes with that PR of 4 minutes, 4.6 seconds. And Ryan placing 14th with his PR of 4 minutes, 5.4 seconds. Both of these athletes had significant PRs from what they've run the rest of the season. Um, for the men's 3,000 meter, we actually had four competitors, which is really shocking to me. We had Tommy McDonough placing 11th out of 43 competitors with his best of the season with a time of 8 minutes, 7.9 seconds. Ryan Kinane placing 19th in 8 minutes, 16.9 seconds. Carson Bedix with his best of the season placing 23rd in 8 minutes, 17.7 seconds. And Cooper Atkins placing 29th in 8 minutes, 23.9 seconds. So overall, really good um, placements from the guys there in the 3,000 meter. All our guys pace in the, or place rather, in the top 30 and uh, pretty good performance overall. And this was Cooper's first time running the mile in the indoor track and field season. Running the 3,000 meter. The three, excuse me, the 3,000 meter. It, you know, once we get past the mile, it gets hard for me to fathom doing that type Clearly. of stuff. <laughs> All right. The 3,000 meter, or excuse me, the 5,000 meter uh, for the men is what we're moving to next. We got Tommy McDonough. Uh, who finished 8th out of 22 with a time of 14 minutes, 21.1 seconds, followed by Carson Bedix, 9th out of 22 with a time of 14 minutes, 23.8 seconds. Now we're going to move to the jumping events. We already talked about Don Tavius Hill and his silver medal in SEC championships with that jump of 2.2 meters for him. Also, TJ Funtis finished 12th out of 12 competitors with a jump of 2.01 meters. 
So for the men's pole vault, like we talked about before, James Corson placing third out of 17 vaulters with his best of the season of 5.26 meters. And Matthew Asplin placing 13th with a vault of 4.85 meters. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Moving on to the men's shot put, we had Ethan Richter placing 18th out of 19 throwers with a throw of 15.89 meters, followed by Quentin Wynn placing 19th with a throw of 15.61 meters. I get to talk about the rest of the throws because you know I like throwing things. We got four men in the weight throw for Auburn. We'll start off with Kyle Brown, who finished third out of 15th for that bronze medal 21.52 meter throw for him which was a little bit lower than he's done previously, but not his best, but still a good throw for him. Eric Ebel, 8th out of 15, with a throw of 20.41 meters. Kyle Moisson, 9th out of 15, with a throw of 19.58 meters. And then Quentin Wynn, who we've gotten to know this season, 15 out of 15, 16.63 meter throw for him. And then we got Alex Spyridonidis, who we've mentioned, who got that silver medal in the heptathlon. Seven events for him, second out of 12. That's an incredible feat. I'm always fascinated by uh, the heptathletes, the decathletes, the... Honestly, anything that you do that's like more than just one event. Right. That's incredible. How well-rounded you've got to be in all these different events. Literally. So a lot of points are compiled in all of this. 5,786 points is what Alex took to get that second place finish. Which is his best point scoring of the season. By about almost 70 points compared to his last time he did it about two or three meets ago. So we won't go through all of the events and how he did in each of that because that will just get long and convoluted. But just to give you a perspective of what he pulled off, the 60-meter run, the long jump, the shot put, the high jump, the 60-meter hurdles, pole vault, and then the 1,000 meters. So you can see how well-rounded, jumping, running, vaulting, if we want to throw that in there as well. Throwing. Throwing, all of that stuff, the complete events for this uh, this event here for the SEC Championships. It's absolutely incredible. 
Um, moving on to the women's event. So we had, for the women's 400 meter, we actually had a competitor, which is really nice seeing Asia Jinx. She was our only competitor for the 400 meter. She placed 26 out of 27 with a time of 55.84 seconds. So literally right where she's mm-hmm. been almost all season. Just really excited to see her in outdoor. This, it's usually, is, this is usually your fi- your favorite this event. This is my too. favorite event. Te- technically the 4x4 four four is my favorite, but so far we haven't had enough competitors. Right. But excited to see her in outdoor in the 400 because typically, now I could be wrong, but typically the 400 people run faster in outdoor because it is one lap, not a banked track. And it's it's completely different just how you run the 400 when it's one lap versus two. So I think she will break that 55 um, mark and get into the 54s maybe in outdoor. Um, so moving on to the women's 800 meter, we had Presley Weems. She placed third out of 20 in the prelims with a time of two minutes, 5.13 seconds, made it to finals, placed fourth overall in finals with a faster time of two minutes, 4.37 seconds, her fastest of this season. And it's just crazy to think about that. It tells you just how things can change. You know, I would assume this, there's a day separation at least here between these two, the, the preliminaries and the finals here, that she gets third in the group of 20. I know there were different heats and things like that, but she gets fourth out of the eight in the finals. I think everybody just turns it up an extra notch. Well, and there. that tells you, yeah, because she ran faster in the finals. Than she, she did, did too, yeah. So, but everybody just, you know, it's everybody's out there is the best of the best of the yep. best in the SECs, and you just don't know who has it on that day. That's it. Everybody's trying to qualify for NCAA's, and she has more than well done that. I mean, you know, not getting in the podium or getting a medal doesn't change the incredible season that she's had so Absolutely. far. Absolutely. Uh, now we've got the women's one mile. Hallie Porterfield, twelfth out of seventeen, with a time of four minutes. 48.5 seconds. Now we'll talk about some more distance. The 3,000 meter. Joyce Camelli, who we've mentioned before, she got 6th out of 46 in the 3,000 meter with a time of 9 minutes, 4.7 seconds. A pretty big difference from her previous yeah. time. 10 seconds. Pretty good shaved off time there. Hallie Porterfield as well in the 3,000 meter. 24 out of 46. 9 minutes, 33.9 seconds, which was also her best time mm-hmm. by, wow, I mean, is that 23, 23 seconds. seconds? Jeez, my goodness. And they only competed one other time throughout this season yep. in this event and improved that much. That's that's incredible. All right, we've got the 5,000-meter run as well. We already talked about Joyce Camelli, who we just continue to gush over. Got third out of 27th for that bronze medal, 15 uh, minutes 53.9 seconds which was a little bit slower than she's done in the past but still enough didn't for the bronze. Stop her for didn't getting stop that bronze. her exactly so for the women's long jump we had janiah jones placing 13th out of 17 competitors with a jump of 5.85 meters which matches her farthest this season and then amani jones placing 15th with a jump of 5.56 meters for women's shot put, we had two competitors also. We had Mara Hewalt placing 8th out of 21 competitors with a throw of 15.83 meters. And we also had Jocelyn Budwig placing 16th with a throw of 14.99 meters. Mm-hmm. Now the women's weight throw, Maddie Malone, the name we're used to, 5th out of 20 competitors with a throw of 22.16 meters. Mara Hewalt was right behind her in 8th place out of 20, 20.29 meter throw for her. And then Danielle Gregory, who we've seen a little bit this season, 14th out of 20 with a throw of 18.12 meters. So a little bit disappointed that Maddie wasn't able to get in there in third, but she's still got, got a lot left in the tank, I'm sure, Absolutely. for championships. Then we had another, well, this is the pentathlon. I was, I'm trying to think of a word like 
encompass all of the athlons. Didn't, didn't last year you called it the athlons? Athlons. The athlon elites? Oh, athlon elites, because that just rolls off the tongue so well. Yeah, no. <laughs> if one wasn't enough for the men, we've got two competitors to talk about for the pentathlon and the women. Kara McCarroll with the 12th place finish out of 16. And then Elise Heddens with the 15th out of 16. So everybody finishes above last place there, which is a great thing to, you know, just take home there. Uh, again, lots of points scored here. 3,703 for Kiera and 3,389 for Elise Heddens. If you want to know the events that they ran in, the 60-meter hurdles, the high jump, the shot put, the long jump, and the 800 meters. So not... Super long distances, uh, and there wasn't, oh, I think it was the 1,000 meter mm-hmm. in the men's. Uh, so still a little bit long enough to say that you got a little bit of everything. Sprints, jumping, running, throwing, all that good Absolutely. stuff in there. So pretty good uh, SEC championships, oh, I yeah. think. Very pleased. I think Coach Bry was really pleased. I think overall it was just a really good competition for Auburn. So from here, what we do is we kind of just wait. The athletes have to literally wait and see who gets a bid for the NCAA championships, um, depending upon who goes, we will cover it. I'm going to make some predictions. Okay. I'm going to say that Presley Weems, Joyce Camelli, probably Alex Spiridonidis, I would think, are probably three names. Maybe James Corson. James Corson's probably one. And, and it's, it's easy to say that now because they had such great performances here at SEC championships. But I have a feeling that we'll see maybe Maddie Malone there based off her in-season performances, the way she's done in the weight throw and dominated at times as well. So we will wait on those bids, and NCAA championships will be March 11th and 12th, right near us in Birmingham, Alabama. It's weird that it's in Birmingham. I feel I like I really want to go. <laughs> if you find some time off of work, we could probably go. Right. I know it's usually a, it's a Friday, Saturday normally. Which I'm actually already off work that Friday, Saturday. Maybe we might have to do something like that. Maybe we should know. But anyway. Um, we will wait and see who gets those bids. So we are just really excited for that. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.